I believe this is episode three now of the Good Luck Have Fun podcast. Oof, big, um, big times. Who's the sponsor this week? Uh, the sponsor is Yorkshire Tea. Cracking. Um, I would really like to be sponsored by Yorkshire Tea, but um, it hasn't transpired as of yet. Um, but that we, is what we are big in the tea game. So it's, <laughs> look, it's coming, right? I, I do it's enjoy coming. it. Yeah. Um, episode three. I wanted to talk about something because I think in our group of friends that play Counter Strike, we have a very uh, different. We have players with completely different mindsets of how they approach like any sort of competitive game. Uh, and so I thought the the concept is the need to win, hmm. and uh, obviously I have Johnny and Freeman. Yep. Um, I I'll start with a a story. When me and Joe first started um, dating, I think it was a second or third date or something like that. We went to a place in Liverpool called Ghetto Golf. It's a um, it's just a crazy golf place, but it's like this really unique place that's. Hard to explain, but all the courses, are, uh, all the you know the holes are really cool. It's a fun little place. You can go around with the, a the neon. What? Yeah, yeah, the crazy neon one. You can go around with a drink, you have a few beers, and and play some golf. It was fun. Anyway, I thought it'd be different. And from there, we've we've kind of had this thing where if we see crazy golf, we play crazy golf. And I am incredibly competitive, even at that. I can't help it. I just I have to win. I don't have to win by cheating, but Joe reminded me of a story, which I disagree with, but she apparently remembers it differently to me, where normally I'll win in crazy golf. I mean, I, I can be so bold as to say that. Um, and I think this one time we'd gone out for something to eat afterwards, you know, and I just, I kept a hold of the scorecards, you know, just, just so I could just, you know, remind her that I'd won. And then she claims that she won once, which she did. She claimed that uh, she saw me just get the scorecard and scrumple it up and just throw it on the floor and abandon it um, because I'm a sore loser. Now, I dispute those facts, um, but I am quite a sore loser. I don't like to lose. I don't, yeah, I certainly agree. You don't like to lose. I don't. I, I, can't, I can't help it. But the, the point I'm making, it's not just games. It's in real life. I, have, I don't have to win, but I, I have to try to win. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, there's I a, get that. There's a quote think... by um, Vince, Lom, um, uh, Vince Lombardi. I think he's a football coach. He said, winning isn't everything, but wanting to win is. And I don't expect to win at everything I do, but I always have to try. Yeah, um, I think there's a difference, though, between like wanting to win and being happy to lose. Yeah, but for me, a lot of the time when we play, it's not about the result. But as long as some of the games where we've got smashed, I've had so much fun with the guys. Just because we've gone viral, we're not winning this, and we've just gone and done like stupid stuff, or you know, just stacked bomb sites for fun and just absolutely rinse people. Just that kind of those memey moments. I would give up a win for the memes because that's what I get my enjoyment from. Even in Counter Strike. Yeah. You see, the, 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 well, the thing is, I, I do agree. There's plenty of times when we've, we've not won games and I've still had enjoyment. It's not I don't get any enjoyment. But I think sometimes there's, a, like for me, winning gets me way more enjoyment than anything else. But it's not, but it's, it's not even... Some games we win and they weren't enjoyable. Like yeah. ones where we smashed the opponents, there was no challenge. Like, don't enjoy that. 
but equally some of those I will enjoy because we've realized halfway through, right, we can't possibly lose this. So we've all bought stupid guns or we've done some random strats. And I've really enjoyed that just because it's not so much about the the result anymore. It's about what you're doing and having the fun. Maybe it just comes down to personal performance. Because we can I, I will I, we can win and if I haven't played well, I won't have enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but that's just I do get that. I definitely I don't mind losing if I feel like I've like kind of not done my best but performed adequately from my standard. Like I don't mind if we get smashed and I've done my best and it's like, well look, yes, absolutely. If I'd been hitting every shot we would have won, but I don't hit every shot, so that's just the reality of life. Well, yeah. I, you certainly don't care about winning, do you, Freeman? Is that like the lowest on your radar it possibly could be? Yeah, I think it is. Because I can't control if we win or lose. It is how I've always approached all forms of video games. Hmm. Like Johnny, I only feel I can take responsibility over how I've performed, which can at times include, obviously, how I've helped support others in the game, which can lead to us winning or losing. But I can't, I don't ever feel the, the burden of loss unless I feel I've underperformed. Um, I'm, I don't have that element of competitive to. You, you to I'm more than happy to lose a game and just go, well, they played very well. Well done to them. It doesn't bother me in the slightest. <laughs> You don't strike me as someone that is that bothered, though, if you haven't been landing the headshots. You don't strike me as someone that's going to really again, be annoyed by it. I think that's just because I don't... I feel in many scenarios, I, I'm not expected to. I don't expect it of myself. If I can see a person 35, 40 meters away, even if I'm using a gun that should be competitive in that range, I feel that my ability to land, say, a headshot and win a 1v1 scenario is generally quite low in that type of environment. Whereas I would feel a bit frustrated if I've closed onto a bomb site and I'm walking circles around a box with, an, with someone. If I lose that encounter, I, I get a bit more frustrated in that scenario because I feel like that was decision-based. I could go left or I could go right. So it didn't come down to how precise was my pointing and clicking on the heads. It was what decision did I make. So I can feel frustrated in certain 1v1 scenarios where it was about the process that got me to the end versus there's a bad guy over there, I'm going to shoot at him and miss. If I shoot at him and miss, as far as I'm concerned, I missed. And that's the end of yeah. it. But in other scenarios, I feel like if it was in my control, I should have done something about it. And there are very few scenarios I feel in a game like Counter-Strike, where the situation was actually in my control to have had an effect on the result. And those are the only ones that ever bothered me, and they're quite rare. Um, but most scenarios, I'm defending a bomb site from X distance away and someone peeks a corner and smashes me. It's like, all right, fair enough. Maybe I, I shouldn't have been stood there, but uh, yeah. I was. I have a bit of a different... I think my challenge with... And I've had to... Like I've, as, as I've matured, I've definitely changed. Like when I was younger, definitely was way more competitive in gaming. Like I think having a couple of breaks from like proper gaming and such, like not really playing as much and then coming back, I had a you know, very firm awakening that I didn't have the skill that I had when I was much younger. I couldn't, 
I couldn't do those things. Like my hand-eye coordination isn't as good. I don't have the time to practice, to learn all the things you need to learn to get to the level that is truly competitive. And I think that that was a real learning curve for me because that when I did come back in my mind, I can hit that shot in my mind. I do know exactly <laughs> where he's going to go in that 1v1 because I've done it so many times in my past, but it just doesn't, it doesn't work like that anymore. I can't, I can't still do it. And it took me a while to recognize that and actually get the joy in a different way from the game. Because I certainly, when I was much more, you know, playing much more actively top of, well, clan base, if you're old enough to remember it and enemy down and in those leagues and playing those competitive matches, I, all that mattered to me was winning those matches. That was it. But now I have, I just like for my own mental health, have to get my enjoyment in a different way. <laughs> I don't think I've actually reached that level in the sense of, um, I, f I feel like uh, I agree with what Freeman said is it's mainly uh, when it's when a situation is in my control and I've not done as well as I perceive I should have done or the thing uh, that irks me is knowing losing at anything knowing you could have won and something has stopped you from winning yeah. whatever it is like that was in your control um like we right. play a game of Counter-Strike. I don't fucking sit here and whine about it afterwards. Like, once the game's over, I don't go downstairs and think, oh, my God, and think about it. But in terms of... Uh, there was one there was one uh, race, endurance race, that we did that really bothered me for a long time um, because we were winning it. Uh, this happened last year. We were winning it. Um, so we were in first place most of the race. It was only a 12-hour race, and... Uh, magic got in the car about 10, 11 o'clock. Bearing in mind, it was only me, uh, Grizz, and Wilco at the time. Magic had been in work all day. And so we'd been doing doing our little stints, hours, two hours, whatever. And then he got in the car, and his internet disconnected while he was in the car. Um, he has this weird disconnect at certain times, which we found out about on that night. And um, long story short, because of that, we lost the race and we finished second. Now, under normal circumstances, if you say beforehand, oh, you're going to do this 12-hour race and you're going to finish second, you'd be like, oh, chuff for that, really happy. But knowing we should have won, it takes the complete shine away from finishing second. That really irked me, that did. It irked me for but a that, long time. Again, that wasn't in your control. No, but it, but it, it's knowing that you, um, you could have won that and something that's so daft has sort of taken it away from you. But the reality is, if you can't control it, it shouldn't ever bother you. I do get the feeling sometimes you, when you can see that we could win if we do X or Y, that you do get frustrated sometimes. I do, yeah. I, perhaps. Because, and I get that, like, you think we're not taking it seriously. But some, I think that's really interesting. Like, when we play Inferno, Adam and I play B. And it sometimes goes incredibly well. Sometimes, we have to be honest, it isn't a great hold. And, that, and we can admit that. But I think there's times when you get frustrated when I buy like a, a Nedjev or something and go down banana with it and you're like, oh, we're not taking it seriously anymore. But actually, for me and Adam, that is actually taking it quite seriously. We've got a lovely, we've got a strat around that where he, where he knows what to do and I know what to do. And I find that really funny when that happens. But I also get quite funny when um, there's been a couple of occasions when you've been in like apps or something or rotated off and like, you've got genuinely incredibly upset that someone wasn't covering apps or... There's, there's a few stories like that, that I can think back to that made me really laugh and enjoy the game, but I get the impression you were having the opposite experience at that time. I think sometimes, though, uh, I, I know from my experience, sometimes 
anger just stems from just in that moment you just want to be angry at something <laughs> yeah maybe you just want to i just want to be angry at something and then normally after i've said something i'll just be here just going and i'll i've, I've noticed that when you get angry in a game you tend to smash some face the next round so maybe that's a motivational tactic we need to use well maybe the thing is logically you shouldn't get angry what's the point i think some of this comes some of this comes down to um and i i don't mean this in an offensive way there's certain situations where you, you can't expect someone let's say we're playing in a group of five and we've got a global an smfc a bloody dmg a silver you can't and sometimes this is is it happens you can't expect someone of a lower level to do something you would expect them to do if you were playing with like five globals yeah but sometimes in my brain i do expect that yeah definitely i think the manner in which we we play counter strike is the given example it, it creates these moments because if if you asked me and johnny reset everything and said right you and johnny off you go go rank up in counter-strike you'd never see us at your level no. <laughs> you'd never what, what are we now eagle birdman rank yeah. or something we wouldn't get to we're, eagle we're birdman the AKs, rank. aren't we but you wouldn't i don't think like you'd want to either of course not because but you even don't if want... we committed to it though and even mm. if we set ourselves at the the goal this year we will do i don't think we could necessarily do it before going this isn't fun and i want to stop yeah. Um, and and so naturally, we've created a scenario where every time we we go into this competitive combative arena, um, you know, you're expecting, and the game is designed to support these instances where people are of the skill level as recorded. And we're naturally not. You know, I get most of my kills because someone else has started the fight, or I'm somewhere where I'm not expected to be, and I've got the drop on someone. Um, and because we're winning as a team, it's clawing us up these ranks. But ultimately, we're not anywhere near those levels. And so we create these scenarios of frustration for, for others who are at that level. And I, I'd love to know. It'd be, it'd be fantastic if we could ever interview and speak to the people we've played against. <laughs> You're going, how did we end up playing you and how did you end up winning? <laughs> oh, God, imagine that. Imagine actually if you could get in touch with them and just going, hey, do you fancy uh, having a little talk about that guy? They'd have to win. Just be considered they quite toxic, I think. Well, yeah. No, but it, it's true. I think I honestly think ninety percent. Um, I can't imagine this is just me. But I reckon ninety percent of when I die, if I complain, it can stem back to something I've done, or something you've not paid attention to. Yeah, I would say most of the time when I get frustrated, it's probably actually at myself. And yeah, it is. You know, if I get if someone comes down mid and I'm standing banana and I. Like on my way to Benal, I've known there's no one in mid, but I'll still complain to the teams. Like, Why is no one in mid? Why have I got yeah, shot in the back? Yeah. yeah. This is Absolutely. what I mean. This is, I think this is a, uh, it's like, uh, what's the term? It's like, uh, it's just like one of those, uh, just reaction of how can I explain how I just died? And then yeah. when I'll sit there and I'll watch the round, and I, 100% of the time, I'm always like, I shouldn't have done that. Or I should have done this. <laughs> And you know it's your own fault. Yeah. You just... I think if everyone's in a good mood, it, those moments turn into like quite funny, like debates. But if everyone's just a little bit, a little bit tired or a little bit grumpy, yeah. then they turn into a little bit of uh, 
of blame fishing and then people get a bit upset and that's probably the last game for the evening it's quite funny sometimes to listen it's it's it is interesting yeah it is interesting how that sometimes changes because obviously everyone's human we don't do this for a living we don't play Counter-Strike for a living you know everyone does their own thing every day we'll play a few games some people will be having a good day as in you know some days you'll just be popping heads some days you won't some days you'll be happy some days you won't and you can usually tell in the first game if you're going to have a good night of Counter-Strike or not. Yeah. You can tell Absolutely you agree. can tell straight away if if everyone's communicated. Even if yeah. even if you're losing, you can tell if it's going to be a I completely agree. There's been some I've called out some nights where it's like literally we're sat in silence till like 20 seconds into the round. Yeah. It's like, "Wow, this is good, isn't it, lads?" <laughs> we're meant to be going somewhere with a bomb. <laughs> I think um Counter-Strike's just a unique example though because it's such a skill-based game. But it doesn't always have to be about aim. If you have an organized team that are just doing stuff together, you can have a couple of individuals that pull you over the line. Absolutely. Whereas other games are a little bit more reliant on you. Um... That's why I like having a global in there. That's because they can pull us over. <laughs> yeah, but it also bumps up the skill level. True, true. There was uh, I... some, something you said earlier about, about AIDS, though, how you, you, you've... I would say I've, I'm a lot less, um, I'm a lot less angry with games now than I was. I get frustrated, yeah. but I'm a lot less like angry at games uh, compared to you know, the th- the differences as well. I come from quite a competitive background with games. Like ever since I was younger, I used to play in tournaments and things like that. There's that, so I've I, I struggle to turn that off in games and doesn't matter what I play. I just struggle to turn off that mindset of I want to win. It's quite hard to turn on and off. Even when you're playing something like completely innocuous. Like Sea of Thieves is a good example where there isn't really winning per se. You know, you might win a fight with a potent, but there's no like end of the round kind of thing. But like we played the other night and I got so frustrated because like the mermaid should spawn when you're nowhere near your boat and yeah. you're in the water. And the fucker just wouldn't spawn. And like I can hear this fight going on that I can't get into. I can hear that the boat's sinking and needs my attention. It's like, I can't get back. That is like, oh, that was proper rage-inducing from such an innocuous game like Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves is... Um, sea of Thieves is another one because basically there's this... There's a, there's, a, there's a potential that people like me, let's say someone like me, he wants to win, even at Sea of Thieves, let's say I want to... I want to bloody get onto their boat and kill them all. Sometimes that can actually be detrimental to a game like Sea of Thieves. Um, even like Warzone, if you look at Warzone, it's so sweaty. Fortnite was the same. That desire for people to be so good at a game kind of often um, pushes people who don't want to do that away. Because mm. th- these people that play Fortnite and well, they play eight, ten hours a day, they're know cranking whatever they believe it was it 420s or whatever so quickly that you can't even keep up with them and uh that's not fun for people who just want to play on a weekend in theory yeah. they should never get matched with them but you know we've had games of counter where we've been matched with people nowhere near our level and that and, and vice versa yeah true it doesn't always work um to be fair though you guys you know, you say you're not global level. We've played quite a lot of high-level games recently, though. We have. And we haven't... Apart from maybe a couple where we've been, you know, really outclassed, 
the most part, we still hold our own. Even still, yeah. P90s the hell out of them. I think he was doing himself a disservice there, but I that's almost more frustrating for me because having played at that level, I I get more frustrated in those games when I get killed by someone doing the right thing, and I'll push where I shouldn't or peak where I shouldn't and get <laughs> smashed and just like oh that will frustrate me because I I should know better. Whereas when you're playing someone who's equally as poor <laughs> and they're also making mistakes, you don't mind because it comes and goes. But when someone on the other side is just playing just that that touch more perfect, that that really frustrates me because it's all it's all on me. It's I've peeked into it every time. I've walked into it every time. I've walked into the need every time. It's always on me. I find those more frustrating than some of the lower level games. I think stopping playing Counter Strike is often so say for instance i don't play counter strike for three months and i come back and i expect to be uh playing how i was when i was playing it all the time it's just not realistic for me i can't i need to um i need to be playing regularly to keep up a half decent level and i remember i, I don't know i stopped playing counter strike for like nine months and i barely played it and then you come back and then you're getting smashed and it's frustrating because you know you're not hitting the shots that you know you would have. Yeah, that's my that, life. No, it Well, that's... That's just nine months. Yeah. That's life. See, that's frustrating, but you're, you're, the sensible part of your brain knows that you're not putting... Yeah. You know, when I was younger, I'd be deathmatching for hours and aim match, and then I'd play, you know, a couple practice matches, and then we'd scrim for three hours. Well, I don't do that anymore, and I can't expect that. Yeah, I mean, the level we're at, we don't even... Like, most people don't even know... How, a couple of smokes on each map. Let no, alone I don't do any smokes else. ever. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I literally haven't bothered to relearn any of the smokes. The only smoke I can pretty much remember. Well, I can do stairs and uh, yeah, and uh, jungle on 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 Mirage. I barely do them. I literally go in uh, dry to most gunfights with a couple flashes. And that's it. I like because that's an interesting thing for me. Because if you you know your desire to win doesn't. Transi transition out of the game into actually, do you know what? I'll just pop on no. a map, or I'll just pop on this smoke learn map and just just pick a couple up before the next game, which is interesting. That well, that's whilst because you want to win. That's because I think doing all that. at the level we play at, most of the time, I don't struggle to compete aim wise with people, and I yeah. can I can win a lot of duels. Um, you see, there's actually I think there's a line that you get to. For instance, some people want to win so much that they cheat. That that must be a... Yeah. Some people do it because they think it's hilarious, I presume. Other people do it. You know, a lot of professionals, they do cheat to get an advantage because they want to win. But I've never had a desire to win that much mm. to, to do something like that because I... Like, for some people, for me, I want to win, but I want to win properly. But obviously some people, there's, there's a line for some people of, well, okay, I want to win, but I don't want to practice for four hours a day. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I, I don't want to sit and play. I mean, we, none of us have time to practice. If I was going to play Counter-Strike professionally, then sure, but who's got time for that? What about a game like Battlefield, right, where you're on your team, you've got some objectives, or you've got the scoreboard. Like, what What's winning in that to you? Um... Well, that depends, really, on who I'm playing with. If I'm playing on my own, you see, that's Battlefield's an interesting one because I can I can get frustrated at Battlefield when my team are losing, 
when you can see that they're not doing anything to capture objectives. But at the same time, you're one person in a potential 32-person team. I mean, there's very little you as a person can do. Um, in Battlefield, probably the most rewarding is if you if you are playing as a squad and you're working together, Battlefield 3, Battlefield 4, we used to do that quite regularly, and your squad's making a difference, then I'll get a lot of enjoyment out of that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I... I I reflected recently. I very rarely look at the scoreboard anymore. It's one of the things I've noticed actually. You know, even in the game CS or Battlefield, I just don't look at this. I don't. It's not about that anymore. And definitely in recent years, I've moved back to games and very much taken up more supportive roles, recognizing that, yeah, I'm not going to be out top fragging, but I can at least, certainly like Battlefield, it's medic for me all the way. Yeah. I much preferred that style of combat than having to be the top fragger. And in CS, I've I will go and actually learn a smoke because I'm not going to win the duel that you'll win, but I can at least throw a smoke for you. So I'll do things like that to just kind of position myself differently in the team. But yeah, I've consciously realised I just just don't really care about the score. Do you anymore. do you get enjoyment out of that though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find that much more rewarding. Certainly in Battlefield, not... I love running around as medic. It's the because most there's enjoyable a, thing. There's a difference between realising you can't do one thing to doing something else to help everyone else, but. You know, for instance, you might still enjoy trying to do, you know, getting the kills, but failing rather than doing, you know, like a support role. Because not everyone wants to just run around after everyone else, just healing them and not even. Yeah. It's not, it depends really. It's not always. I've, I've developed a real love of certainly the medic role in any, even MMOs, any, any other game, you know, that has that kind of class that I just, I've really enjoyed doing that. Really enjoyed it. I've heard the best piece of advice in, in recent years mm. from a friend who just said, unbind the score button key. <laughs> like, like when they do that, here's my top five tips on things you should need to know about the game. Best tip I ever heard was just unbind the scoreboard key. Because, especially on a game like Battlefield, you can see at the top of the screen, blue and red bar, one's going one way, one's going the other. You can see that, and that's the one that matters. And... It's very liberating because I still, I, even though I did do that, I unbound, you know, pressing tab to bring up the scoreboard. My my hand would still instinctively do it. Like you've got a kill, you've ran, you've you know, you've got a bit of dead air. My my little finger would just creep up and hold tab. Nothing would happen. And so eventually, that the habit kind of just fell out of my hand. I stopped doing it in the same way I stopped, you know, reloading when I didn't need to. Um, and it changed the experience for me. Because you get to the end of the round, and that would be the only occasion you'd see the scoreboard and go, oh my god, I'm actually top of the team here. <laughs> and I'd be stunned by it because I wouldn't feel like I got that many kills or played you know, that many objective points out or you know, supported the team as best as I could. I would have had no belief in the world where I'd be on the scoreboard. So it comes as a massive shock, and it's like, I didn't expect that. And I know that there have been times when I have been doing it, checking the score, going, where am I? I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. And it gets in your mind. And then you get killed. It's like, oh, that's that stopped me now doing enough. And, and I'm frustrated now. And so you respawn and you, you go, right, now I'm going to have to run twice as hard and twice as fast and shoot twice as many bullets to get twice as many kills. And it's like, what am I going to do here? Yeah. Um, and, and so I, I found that a very liberating thing of just it's odd because I enjoyed the experience of, wow, I did well, we won. And I feel like I helped contribute towards that. Or 
in spite of losing, I performed really well and that was great. So I still value the success of being in that position on the scoreboard. But when I stopped trying to achieve it, I got so much more out of it. Well, so much more out of it. I, on occasion, looking at the scoreboard in Counter-Strike has got me killed. Um, I don't do it as much as I used to. There's no reason to look at the scoreboard in the in the middle of a round in Counter-Strike, really. Um, you've got all the information on the herd players left and stuff like that. Sometimes I'll do it. And one of the best things they actually probably did on the scoreboard was in, in um, the mode we play anyway, is take the deaths off and put it on a different, uh, put it on a different screen. So you actually yeah, have to click into it. Yeah. yeah. I, um, when I used to play Battlefield oh, years ago, we're talking Battlefield 2, Battlefield 2142. I'd be always looking at the scoreboard always. And if I didn't have like at least a 2KD, it would, I, I'd be, I'd be annoyed and then I'd die. Oh, um, I'm getting nowhere near that 2KD now. And then it would annoy me because oh, I played shit and it becomes then less of a game and you, you take the fun element out of it because there has to be, there has to be a balance as well. I think with Battlefield, I'm a lot less competitive than I used to be. Um, I still have it with Counter-Strike, but in Battlefield, I think I'm, I've eased off it a little bit. Um, but probably getting rid of the scoreboard would be the best thing. In Battlefield, there isn't any need for it. There's no information that you need on the scoreboard. It doesn't benefit you. If you of that nature, all it does is you look at your kills or your deaths and you just get annoyed. And so you may as well just... Um, yeah. Maybe I should unbind it. Maybe it's the future. Unbind it. Okay, get in there. Maybe it's the future. See, weirdly, I do... I do find that I, I will get competitive, but it's with very certain types of games. It's games where I'm doing some form of asynchronous multiplayer against others, and there are leaderboards and scoreboards on those. Those are the one games that I find I am more competitive with, because in a live multiplayer environment, as far as I'm concerned, it's wherever the you know the, the coins landed. Um, but in an asynchronous environment, when you're playing a game where it's like time trial, yeah. Get from A to B, you've got a minute 27. You know, I've got the same thing as the other person. And it's just go. And it can be something as basic as a, super, a Sonic level, a Mario level. Oh, Those man. are the things. Uh, Forza is excellent for this. Yeah. Forza, uh, uh, you know, it, it harkens back to the days of burnout and autolog. Trackmania? Um, yeah. When you see just the, you've done it, well done. You get a gold star. However, your friend did this yesterday. Let me tell you, your friend did this. Like, well, now I want to beat them. Yeah. And I, but I'd never get competitive if we were doing it at the exact same moment and they won. It wouldn't bother me in the slightest. But now that they're not there, and now that there's, it's, I'm not actually playing against them, I'm playing of some, against some make-believe version of them, I suddenly get a lot more competitive with it. <laughs> and I will just sit there going, no. And I will dedicate an hour of my life to doing the thing and winning the prize and just go, oh, I've done it. And that other person will never know. Yeah. They won't have a clue. I've ever done it. Games that use these systems don't notify them. Huh? You've lost. And I adore that. The, the victory is completely of my own making. I established my own mountain to climb and I climbed it and I feel good about it. Well, that was very similar with Trackmania. There was something about Trackmania that had that. Now, the difference of Trackmania is when we were doing it, other people were at least around you. You could see what they were doing. Mm. Then then that Need for Speed came out, the remaster. I spent a whole day trying to beat that time. The same 
like 30 second level over and over again and then i beat the time i wanted to beat and someone posted a better time so i spent hours trying to beat it for no reason there's no logical reason but i i just had to do it and so um you yeah. didn't want to get Photoshop out and just, just change the numbers? No, but the, the, there's a certain satisfaction of actually sort of nailing it. As Freeman said, you don't really, um, you don't see the reaction of the other person, but you just know that you've done it and then you'll put it down and just, now you know that they have to go spend a few hours to go do it if they want to get it, if they want to get a better time. There's a certain satisfaction in that. Those are the only occasions where I find that that spirit of competition kind of comes out. Because like with Counter-Strike, uh, you know, I, I have the, there is no experience in my past that ever led me to believe I can do this. I'm yeah. capable of winning. And so I don't have that same sense of I must be performing at a level that I don't feel I have. But when it comes down to a game where it's like, this is me and these are my tools and the other person has the same tools as me, I suddenly feel like, right, we're competing on level playing fields now. There's no reason why I can't beat this other person. So I, I feel a, a, something in myself that says I want to prove that I can do it. Um, it's such a bizarre thing. The best I had it with was Dirt. When Dirt Rally came out, I got really into Dirt Rally. And when it came to, um, you know, seeing your friends have done the daily and your friends did it at this yeah. time, it's like, well, I want to beat it. I used then, to do the, when, the, the, the Welsh stages on Dirt Rally as well. It was very addictive. Powers was great for that. Um, but then when it came like to the, the weekly, that became like a gauntlet against yourself. And it's like, the only person I'm going to let down here if I fail is me. So I want to win to beat me <laughs> because I'm okay with that. I don't care if in the world rankings, I'm 4,000 out of 5,000. I still did it. And if I feel that I didn't make any mistakes that were stupid, like I smashed it far too fast into a corner. It's like, well, yeah, that's why you didn't post a good time here. If I just feel I kept on the track, did as well as I could, I'll feel immensely proud of that. That's as valuable to me as, I guess, performing well in a competitive game, getting is, that win. Is that something you did previous or is that something you would still do now? I'd still do it now. Again, if I was willing to, there's only so much time in anyone's day. And well, yeah. if, if I wasn't playing other games and had the time, I'd happily fall back into a game that met that kind of standard. Like if um, it was less hardcore, the, the games that I see you playing, like uh, Assetto Corsa and iRacing and those, those could fill that niche because there are, you know, there, there is just the time trial element. Yeah. And, and like it obviously maps out your, your race sectors really well. And it gives you like in golf a par to kind of beat. See, I race so you in... can constantly measure yourself against something and feel oh, I'm actually doing well here or yeah. I'm not doing well and why aren't I doing well? But it's it's just it's 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 in my own bubble and it doesn't matter about what anyone else is doing because it's just about me and I'm the only person affected by whether I win or lose. Those are the, the only scenarios I'm willing to invest in competitively. iRacing's uh, a frustrating one because there's factors outside of your control that can ruin your competitive yeah. and that and like that, the spin you faced in that last yeah, one any, you did. Anything like that is just, yeah. I find that very frustrating. If you have a situation where you've done everything you need to do and then someone else's mistake ruins you, it's it's just, there's nothing you can do. It's out of your control, but it's worse if you do it to yourself. But it's still, uh, it's still quite frustrating. But yeah, 
for the for the most part, I uh, I actually don't think I have a game that I don't really play competitively. I used to play a game. Uh, I used to play something. Well, you could even argue the stairs. The stairs weren't competitive. I didn't care who did it first, but I cared that we did it. And it's not a competitive thing in terms of beating everyone else. But it's a similar mindset where while the stairs weren't done, it was in my head like, I really want to do the stairs. I need to finish the stairs. And then I used to play this game called Devil Daggers on stream all the time. Everyone hated yeah. it. Oh my God, I played that so much. And there was... It's hard to explain what it was. It's a very old school game. You have a platform. You have loads of spawning monsters. The monsters spawn in the same pattern every time, but it gets progressively harder. And I was just trying to get the highest score on the scoreboard. And uh, the more you play it, the more you learn uh, the pattern of where they all spawn. It helps you, but it's still incredibly hard. And I used to play that for hours and hours every day. I don't, and I just don't know why. I just I just in, got hooked into it. Interestingly, I've never had. I don't think I've ever really had a competitive spirit in a in a single player or offline game like that. Like a, I don't think I've ever felt the need to like go and beat a time or anything like you guys were saying. Like my this was my gaming. Like I I just prefer the online gaming experience. I would much prefer to play. I'd kind of play any game if I was playing it on Teamspeak with the lads. It's kind of like going to the pub for me. <laughs> you know, I don't go to the pub. But I come on to Teamspeak and just chat with the lads. And if someone's going to play Hunt, for example, well, I'll just, you know, I'll install Hunt and play a bit of Hunt. Are I you wouldn't choose to play out on my own. Are you competitive in real life, though? Not at all. Bit. Does it bother you? You want to win at things? No, I, I think that similarly to gaming, I think as I've matured, so... As I've gone through my career as well, I've definitely adopted much more of a what they call a servant leadership model, mm. and I spend my time and work actually enabling others, whereas I used to try and be the best to you know to be the person that was like just oh you're you're brilliant you're doing it right you're doing it perfect, and I've I've realised over the years actually that's not what I get satisfaction from and not yeah. where I how I want to lead and how I want to make a difference in the company so I very much have taken that kind of supportive approach and i think that's come through in into gaming as well where i've just enjoyed that different role so it's not it's not so much about finishing first for me at all actually i almost prefer not to finish first if i get nominated for something or an award i, oh, I just hate it i'd prefer to just give it to my team kind of thing we used to um uh ages ago well we I still do it when i when i meet up with friends usually we have a few games of pool or something we used to quite regularly it's because the same pub every week play pool and we'd all play against each other all night. But I've got one friend who's a very bad winner. Like, I'm sure everyone's got them. I want to win, but if I win, I won't rub it in their faces all the time. He's that sort of guy. He, he He's just not a very good winner. Uh, and he's a worse loser. So I, that actually heightens my competitiveness against him. Because now I really want to be him because he's such a bad winner. Um... See, interestingly, someone like that, I deliberately like just try and snooker them constantly just to annoy them. <laughs> well, I, I just, I just can't help. I can't help it. I say it even comes down to um, uh, what were we playing the other day, me and Joe? Oh, uh, Mario Party. Um, I don't know what the mode's called in Mario Party. You know, it's the one with the uh, there's loads of game modes in Mario Party, isn't it? It's the one with the uh, you know, the little uh, Monopoly board or whatever it is. 
And um, so uh, basically, like, Joe had just got a bloody star or something. And then and then it uh, it moved the next star right next to it. I was furious. I was like, you having a, you having a joke, Nintendo? Um, and then I got over it, but, you know, even that annoyed me. The game me. had it in for you, did it? The game had it in for me. I'm sick of it. Um, but I think it's Joe realized how competitive I'm in now, which I think gets her even more enjoyment when she wins at something. Yeah. And I've I've done that to myself. I should have hidden it all these years. Yeah. I think that's one of the things I love about gaming, though. Like generally speaking, you can enjoy it in so many different ways. But like, I enjoy it being on TeamSpeak with lads playing a game. You know, you might enjoy, you know, the competitive side of an FPS. Someone else might enjoy playing roblox or minecraft there's so many different ways to enjoy games that it's just so it's so inclusive to everyone that it's such a great place it's not like when you go to the pub you must learn to play darts or you must learn to play pool that's the only two things maybe skills depending on how far in the country you are but like you it's so much more you can do with that whole sphere of gaming mm. that i just love it and i just love that you can enjoy it in different ways and particularly a game like cs you know i get a lot of different things out of it than then you probably get out of it or or freeman gets out of it or jack gets out of it but we still all enjoy it for our own reasons and i love that well i enjoy uh i obviously enjoy just memeing it you know memeing it with the lads as well i mean golf's probably a good example golf's a pretty good chill game for me game of the year um you know uh but i mean i'd be lying if i said i didn't want to win i'd I'd be lying if i said i I didn't want to win Mm. but i'm not as bothered if i don't um there's plenty of times we play played it's a great example golf's a great example where you're it's it's so entirely unbelievably in your control (laughs) and you you know you either you know you've pulled it or pushed it like the stick hasn't gone quite straight and you're like whoa why is it going so far right i've a perfect shot well it's not there's a line on the screen that tells me it's not quite perfect and i can see that but i'm not going to acknowledge it because i want it to be perfect (laughs) definitely some of that goes on and a number of times when we were playing, I would just forget to look at the wind, and then I would hoon off, and I'd be like, "Wow, what's going on?" Yeah, that's, that's definitely happened to me. I've I've not looked at the wind properly. That's definitely happened. No, that's good. Well, do you have anything else to add? I think we've uh, I think we've covered that nicely. I enjoyed that. I think so. I think I the think only so. thing to finish it off would be a game of Counter Strike. Well, look, I've secured a fourth. I need a fifth. Well, there you go. So we'll leave it there and we'll uh, endeavour to... uh, Well, we'll see how the game first game goes and we'll know straight away, won't we? But we will.